Welcome back to the Liberty Block. I'm Alu Axelman. We are back with one of our favorite guests and our most interesting and most hated by the government and by Corona fascists in the world, Mr. Chet Peters, one of the greatest marketers for liberty in the world. Chet, welcome back to the Liberty Block. Thanks for having me back. So you are obviously our most interesting and or insane guest, and you've been on two or three times now. And just when I thought you couldn't do anything more extreme or radical to get, you know, blow up the world of sales and Corona fascism and uh, take the world by storm, you hit me up and, and pretty much said you have a book on Amazon that hit number 33 overall in the entire universe across all categories of Amazon. Number 33, how did you write such a good book? And I'm kind of jealous because I've written a few books that I think are great. And none of them have gotten close to like top thousand on Amazon. And you just write this half satire, insane book about a porcupine. So let's go, Brandon. Yeah. Uh, let's go, Brandon. I got it. <laughs> so when did you uh, write this? Both, Why? Both. What inspired you? Uh, you know, children's books are, uh, well, for one, I'm, I'm really good at writing rhyming poetry. I'm a big fan of, of like rap, hip hop. Uh, and uh, so I've been, I can write rhyme rhyming poetry i can't freestyle but i can write things that rhyme like very very rapidly especially with a word processor so uh you know pumping out 12 or 15 stanzas of like a four line stanza making a 15 book page children's book uh it doesn't take a ton of effort you know the, the key is just coming up with something that's entertaining making it rhyme is kind of an after effect it's it's not that difficult yeah. Um, so just for, for the background for everyone, because I didn't introduce you guys, Fake Mask, this is the guy behind Fake Mask USA. So fake, F-A-K-E, Fake Mask USA, fakemaskworldwide.com. His website got shut down countless times. The websites, the Facebooks, the YouTubes, Mark Zuckerberg and Bezos probably probably put out a hit on him. Um, so they kept being canceled. So his facemask.com and then Face Mask Worldwide 3.0 or whatever, they kept getting canceled. So fake masks, you got your, your gun accessory parts, your full-time job, gun accessories and all that stuff, and fake mask USA. And then you wrote the kids book, Let's Go Brandon, a little bit about Brandon and Corona fascism. So yeah, go on. Um, well, Let's Go Brandon is, I mean, it was titled because we, I mean, everybody knows the saying now, but it, it was really just so that our call to action was to get a book that basically says F Joe Biden to the top 10 Amazon sellers list. So like as, as a company and individuals, uh, we have been canceled so many times just because of our um, loud stance against Corona fascism that, uh, you know, we kind of formulated this way to subvert those cancellations Um Amazon, I, I think they, I, I don't know, they, do they censor? I mean, are they? They're are pretty they good banning? considering they've only um, blocked two things, blocked or censored, taken down two books that I know of. One was a, an anti-transgender book, I believe they took down. And one was Corona Fascism when I uploaded it myself. The only reason it's up there is because my publisher has a little more power than I do. But when I self-published it initially, they did block it. So, so Corona fascism and transgender stuff. Other than that, they are pretty open. They're pretty, you know, open to, to even very right-wing things. So that's, that's a pretty pleasant surprise. 
we were counting on that and I couldn't find any evidence of them having banned books either. Um, and so this, this was kind of like our play to, um, get around circumvent those, those bannings, right? Because nobody, everybody, not everybody, but a lot of people you probably do. And I definitely do look at like, what are the top 10 selling books on Amazon at any given time? I probably do that once a week just to kind of see where the, um, I don't know, like, where's the, what's trending, uh, yeah. because people that are buying books are, um, I guess I hold them to a little bit higher prestige than like what's trending on Twitter. I think well, it means they know how to read at least. Of, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. At least more than 160 characters at, yeah. at a time. So um, if we could get something that was like just totally in your face, anti-COVID mandates in that list, we knew that people would be looking at that list. Um, and and we essentially formulated this way that, that we couldn't be banned. Um, so by getting it to, and I wanted to get top 10, it didn't quite happen, but we got to number 32 actually, uh, was that we peaked out at about 32. We sold several thousand copies of it. Um, and they still continue to sell somehow. Um, I think it's like a word of mouth thing. I don't really know. I'm not actively uh, marketing it. I don't know where to act. Nobody will talk to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I tried well, to- because I wrote an article like, hey, for the blog. We wrote an article for libertyblock.com saying there's this great kids book. I want you to go pick it up. I don't, I did not see the article. Yeah. I published it when I spoke to you a few weeks ago. I didn't even see it. I'm sorry. I'll send it to you. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, there's, there has been like just residual traffic, residual sales from it. Uh, but you know, we are, we're onto something. I don't know quite, you know, like how, this particular uh i don't know how this particular line of products is going to evolve but i have some really really funny shit coming out good because i was going like, to say <laughs> what's next for you as an author because i'm serious you can write kids books like whoever you got to do the, you know the writing the illustrations they're very cute we got a porcupine obviously um you know he goes around the world and and, and let's go brandon and <coughs> it's it's definitely well done as far as a kid's book the reviews on the back by Nancy Pelosi, Donald Trump, and Dr. Fauci are hilarious. I mean, I so I think I texted you when I was reading it. I was cracking up. I haven't laughed like a, a five-year-old girl in a while. I was shrieking when I was reading it because I had seen like the preview pictures of some of the pages. And then realized there are more pages. It's, you know, it's got a bunch of pages for the book. Um, and some of the yeah. things were so funny. Um, I was really laughing my butt off. So I, I think like you have a talent for it. And there are more ideas. I'm glad you already have more ideas because I have a million ideas for books swirling around my head. Mine are, are mostly for adults, but like if you're going to write more kids books about anything, about liberty, authoritarianism, making fun of communists or anything, that's fantastic. So keep it going. Oh, I'll keep it going. I'll give you guys a taste, actually. Um, <coughs> so this is, uh, this is like the first draft here. Um, and I'm, I actually have our illustrator working on it. I got to figure out... Um, <laughs> figure out which one of these things to uh, alright well essentially this next book is called My President Has Alzheimer's The Comprehensive Guide to, The Comprehensive Family Guide to Coping um, and so it's kind of like it's kind of a a, a uh, I don't know a wholesome book that you might use to you know, prepare your family for what things might come when, you know, God forbid your president comes down with Alzheimer's disease. 
Medically, uh, and so sometime in the future, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's just you know things like um, that. He may forget people's names. Um, he may forget that there's only two genders and making ridiculous <laughs> claims. Um, I just warned you. That's how you get yeah. off of Amazon. <laughs> You're gonna get kicked off of Amazon, dude. Uh, that's fine. So you self-published this, but not through Amazon KDP. So you did all no. this and manufacturing and everything by you. Yeah, and probably saved a boatload of money. And but you I, have I to send it out. You have to send that all the mail. Yeah, but that's you know what what I do. So I do it, like e-commerce and and fulfillment. Okay. I've got a team of, of fulfillment specialists okay. um, that you know we shipped out a million fake masks last year. So like we know how to move product. Incredible. Um, a few thousand books was nothing in comparison to that. So yeah, the the real the only challenge is trying to figure out how to sell more. Um, because my voice is limited. I, I, I can no longer advertise on Facebook. And that was, that was one of, that was the most lucrative advertising platform that, I mean, that's the only reason we were in business in the first place. Is Instagram and TikTok any different? Well, Instagram is Facebook. So they're, yeah, so they're, the same. So, yeah, I mean, they're, I, I've been shadow banned. It's, there's, uh, they, um, what it's very odd what they you know they're they're very cryptic about it but you know what they say is their reasoning for not allowing me to advertise on on facebook now is that they cannot confirm my identity um so we actually um you know we got a hold of a human finally and we said look like we are booking plane tickets we're going to come to facebook headquarters with our picture ids we are going to show you that we are who we are and they're like yeah sorry if you can't if we can't confirm it like on digitally, then it, that's just how we do it. So, but what that really means is that I've got a red flag on me. Maybe. And um, yeah, so I'll tell you what did work though, is temporarily through a third party and a VPN, we started, we started, so what they were doing is tracking our IP address. Wow. We used a VPN to then, you know, change where our IP address, identifying a totally different person and then we're able to go back up and run ads, but they caught on to that too eventually. And, and that was still through the same one Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. Well, not 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 our Facebook page, but our Facebook business account. Okay. I don't know much about business accounts. We just had a regular page for Liberty Block, and we we did a lot of we did some ads, but then with the new process saying no more political ads, we gave up. Then apparently, like a year later, they said you can if you confirm certain things. You can do political ads, but we never went through that process again. So we haven't done any kind of boosting on Facebook in a long time now, Liberty Block. Yeah, the boosting never really worked for us. It was just our, our like our paid ads, you know, where as you're scrolling through, you'll see a sponsored ad. Yeah. Um, that stuff worked for us for a certain products, not for everything, but um, you know, they there there was a reason that they're billions and billions of dollars in their bank account is it, they, they have an effective mechanism oh, yeah. but it's mostly you know what they want you to be advertising is like sunshine and happiness when in reality you know like the truth is that oh, there's plenty of there's a large audience that is very interested in buying anti um as as you would put it, anti uh, COVID fascist like materials. Of course, you know I, mean, I get like plenty of ads for COVID fascism stuff. Like there are people, I mean, there are people selling uh, funny T shirts, masks, and all that stuff. Let's go, Brandon. 
Corona fascism, yep. CCP virus. I get tons of ads on Facebook, I'm pretty sure, for them. So some of them get through. Oh, they'll definitely get through. But what happens is you will hit a threshold. Um, you know, we got we got so big that we skylined ourselves, especially on the fake mass side. I think that's what really put the nail in the coffin for us on, as far as social media goes. We uh, we skylined the hell out of ourselves. I mean, there were there was a Snopes article about us that was trying to out us. Um, CNN was trying to out us. They were like, you know, the, and and if you read through those articles, they were specifically reaching out to the social media giants, asking them, "Why are you allowing these people yep. to?" It's hard to this information. Yeah, exactly. And what you know, if you see the date that the article was published, about like one week prior to that was when all of our, you know, the dominoes started falling down. We started getting canceled. So really we got tattletailed on because we got so big. Speaking of disinformation, did you hear the breaking news a day or like today or yesterday? Nita Jankowitz got so sick of trying to catch fake mask USA. She resigned and the disinformation board ministry of truth has apparently <laughs> collapsed because they can't deal with all the fake mask stuff and let's go Brandon stuff and mill spin and everything you're doing. So I'm pretty sure it was you and some others that made them resign. So do you have any comment on that? No, is it was that the Twitter? Is that it was was the Ministry of Truth? Yeah. Okay. The, a week or two ago, or two you weeks ago, me in. the federal government, so Biden, came out with a new um, disinformation governance board, and this board will go across all platforms or whatever or people and find disinformation and correct it, and essentially act as Orwell's Ministry of Truth, and they will dictate what the truth is. And this this leftist uh, PP hoaxer. Yes, Nina Jankowitz, a big leftist hoaxer who actually spreads a lot of this information. Um, and she also loves singing about this information stuff. She thinks she's a god. Um, she was going to be the director. But there was tremendous pushback. Ministry of Truth was trending on Twitter for a while when this news came out. And breaking news, I think this morning or last night or something, is that the disinformation board, they're not going to do it. They, they're pausing it or they're abolishing it. Nina Jankowitz has resigned from the federal government. Wow, they caught him in the act is what happened. People yep, saw they didn't think there would be that the much pushback, but right away we saw it as the Ministry of Truth because that's what it is, and the pushback was tremendous. Uh, I mean, that's one of those stories that makes me proud of the American people. Kind of like when the when those kids in the GameStop thing like shut down, yep, uh, yep. they shut down the GameStop. You know, it's nice to see the people win sometimes. Once in a while, it's nice. Yep, yep. Yeah. Awesome. So. Um, we got this book, a few more books you're working on. You got the uh, fake masks. I th- I'm sure are still selling pretty well. Um, I still want to order some more because there still are some masks here. Not, update not really. You are got? you really? They're not really selling. The masks aren't really selling. I mean, it's like a few hundred dollars a day, but nothing like we do. We were, you know, we broke $100,000 in sales one day last year. In a day? In a day, yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was like right after the CDC, remember masks, like mandates went away. And everybody was over it. And then all of a sudden, the CDC came back out saying, uh, oh, wait, just kidding. Masks are back in. And then all of a sudden, we saw this massive spike in our sales. Then they shut our website down, of course. And I hear that now in November, there's going to be a resurgence of COVID. That's what I think the CDC is warning about. (laughs) (laughs) So can you You do me a favor? If you want to get thrown off Amazon and everywhere and killed by the Clintons, I mean, suicided, um, if you want to get yeah. shot in the back of the head, um, what you should do is write a kid's book about election integrity and why they should trust our yeah. elections. That'll get you in trouble. Yes. Uh, I, I mean, 
So based on the demand for the children's books, I don't think that there's any shortage of like, I mean, I, I like that idea very much. Uh, like a, a satirical. Yeah. You can write a lot of funny YouTube. stuff about, yeah. Oh, you know, we have the porcupine and the frog and um, they're running an election <laughs> and the frog counts the votes, but you know, totally trust it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, it can yeah. be pretty funny. Yeah. Cause I think even since I was a baby, I thought elections were funny. We have a government and we trust the government to count the votes, determining who makes up the government. Who in the hell would trust that? Yeah. Why would, I tell, why would you give them the power to count their own votes? I think it's a very uh, small minority of people that see through, you know, they put the sunglasses on like in, and they live and they can see through the BS. And, and uh, I, I think that you have some of the clearest vision that, uh, that I've seen. Um, I, I generally just am kind of a, um, I guess, pessimist when I, when I come to other people's integrity, especially organizational integrity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I don't know all the specific details, but yeah, I mean, I, I think everything, I think humans are inherently, uh, greedy and, um, and I think corruption is human nature. Uh, so it's like, you, you, you can't, it's almost like you can't blame what's going on, but you also can't look away from the fact that it is going on. Um, I mean, look at like the, the, even like, I just saw an article from Newsmax that the Black Lives Matter the woman that started the black lives matter, you know, she had her boyfriend, her cousin on payroll for a million dollars for who the hell knows what it's like, they probably started with good intentions. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, human human nature money... is corruptible. It's, it's eventually almost everyone or everyone has a certain limit to their integrity. And once they get certain amounts of power and money and influence, they just, it goes to their head and they become corrupt. And, and the thing is that I acknowledge that this applies to all humans, including myself. Whereas others, like the people who run the organization BLM, by large, by large mansions, um, they think that they're above it, or other politicians think, send me to DC, I'll be there for 60 years, and I will maintain integrity 100%. I, you know, they're, they're lying to themselves. I don't know if they know it or not. They're lying, but I would Bernie? know that if I go to DC for 100 years, I'll lose my integrity, and I'll admit it right now. That was your Bernie? What's that? Was that your Bernie, your Bernie impression? What? I, but, I, thought, I thought I heard Bernie. Send me, send me to... Uh, DC for for 60 years I'll, and I'll stay 100%. Uh, oh, I, don't yeah. know. I, th- I thought I heard a Bernie impression from you. Almost, yeah. I do uh, a Bernie impression once in a while. Good, yeah. I mean, that guy too, I mean, he's multi-million dollar mansion, several of them, vacation homes, mm-hmm. you know, tax the rich, he says. But, you know, some of those people, especially AOC is, is the one of the best capitalists in the government that I've ever seen. Yep. She sells sweater saying tax the rich for like 65 bucks. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, but even more than that, you know, her Netflix deal was a million bucks. Um, you know, she's getting sponsored, like all of those uh designer clothes that she's wearing, all that's coming for free. Um, it's she's making a it's all it's like it's funny to for like you know, as a business guy to watch her like be so good at it and all the while like lying through her teeth saying that she's anti-capitalism and that she's all um in favor of socialism it's like nobody's nobody's telling you that you can't pay more taxes than you need to like go ahead by all means but i love the socialists who who condemn capitalism while doing capitalism um there was actually someone a paramedic all do yeah 
there was a, a famous case. I don't know if you heard about it. This was 2020. Yeah, December of 2020. Um, there was a paramedic, pretty cute girl, um, like half Asian or something. And she was a paramedic who worked at the same place I worked as a paramedic for a while in New York, but she worked there after me. And she was pretty cute. And she was uh, moonlighting as an OnlyFans girl, like doing like uh, strip teases, not fully naked, but some stripping on OnlyFans. And she made a lot of money, I believe. Like, you know, plenty of people do it, which is fine. So, so far there's no big issue, but then it kind of like became an issue because I think New York Post wrote a big story on her, like a big expose, paramedic who should have integrity. She's like a doctor. She's taking her clothes off. So they try to do a kind of a conservative thing against her. It, it, now, the, the complicated thing is obviously it backfired in New York City. So right away, your girl AOC came to her defense, tweeted, you know, it's empowering. It's fine that a lady does what she wants to make money, which is fine. I agree. It is fine, um, of course. But this, it's the ultimate capitalism, right? Selling videos and pictures of you doing, um, you know, pretty uh, promiscuous stuff is capitalism, which, again, as a free market anarchist, I'm, I'm fine with anyone doing anything for money as long as it's consensual. So AOC tweeted in her defense, like, you know, BLM leftist defended her. Everyone defended her. She was embarrassed. She's like 19. She, you know, she's young. She's embarrassed. New York Post, international media now, about a medicating her clothes off. Now, she's especially afraid she'll lose her job because this EMS company is run. 50% of the entire management, including the CEO and owner, is an Orthodox Jew, who, as you might know, as I grew up Orthodox Jewish, are extremely modest. So it, it was there was some real fear and legitimate fear that she would be fired, which makes sense because they are extremely conservative. Um, now, I don't know if they would have fired her, but because of all the pushback, preemptively they did not fire her but it was a very interesting case but what's funny is that i went to her uh facebook or twitter i went to her facebook and messaged her saying hey i'm also a medic i would love to interview you this is a very interesting case for a lot of reasons so i, I wrote an article about it never got a comment from her but i saw on her facebook she had posted a lot of aoc's stuff about socialism socialism workers shouldn't have to work for money we need a living wage and then you know i think she was echoing the stuff saying why does a paramedic have to strip she should be making a living wage right i love a living wage um, everyone deserves a living wage. She should not have to take her clothes off. That's Bernie Sanders. So um, like it was a very interesting story about how she was doing the ultimate capitalism, working her butt off, EMT school, medic school. It's hard stuff. She's doing other stuff for OnlyFans, running a whole account, making money. Um, she's a great capitalist. And then she she retweets AOC stuff or, or shares her stuff on Facebook saying, oh, we need socialism. I hate capitalism. Even though they're both great capitalists and she worships AOC, um, like she posted saying she loves her. They're both great capitalists and they shit on capitalism and say they love socialism. It's so ironic. That's, um, who is, uh, who's, who's the, the great economist? Um, uh, it begins with an M, older guy. Uh, Friedman? Like, Friedman, yes. Um, I think his quote was, you know, like, what is greed? Like, or yep. is, is political greed different from Everyone's um, financial greedy. greed? So yeah. Everyone's greedy. Some admit it, some don't. Capitalists admit it, whereas socialist capitalists like them don't admit they're greedy, but they are. Um, but even better yeah. than that, I would say greed is what creates all good prosperity and wealth and goodness in the universe. Because people only do things because they're greedy. You only sell the stuff because you want to make money. I sell my stuff yeah. to make money. And I realize to make money, I can either steal it, which is wrong, or I can produce a good product that makes people happy at, or a good product or service. And that by making them happy makes me money because they pay me when I make them happy. It's that simple. Exactly. Yeah. I used to, uh, what Ben Shapiro boiled down the, the formula for becoming wealthy is to having an enormous amount of mutually beneficial interactions yep. with, with people. Yep. That's like the, the more mutually beneficial interactions you have with people, the more wealth you will. You yeah, will I think one of the, the best videos that explained this to me was one of the first, maybe the first I ever saw in my life 
from PragerU. I don't know if you've seen their videos. They have tons of five-minute videos. A few of them, yeah. Yeah, very good infographics. Um, I actually have a few friends who have done some videos for them. And this one was done by, by uh, maybe even Prager himself. It was done a long time ago. And it was explaining capitalism, which I'm familiar with, but it explained it in a way that, a little different than I've heard before in the past. And this is years ago when I was a baby. This is like five, 10 years ago in New York. Um, he pretty much said, when we trade money for products, people give you money when you prove that you've done labor, like service or product or labor or creating products. So it's always labor. And it, then they give you money in exchange for labor. So money is proof of labor. So it's proof that you labored and made someone happy. So it's like proof that you labored, made someone happy, contributed to society. So when you go to another person and you say, I want bread, they say, okay, you want something, prove to me that you did something for society. And you give them the $20 bill, which is proof. It's like a receipt. So very interesting. Mm. He, he explained money as kind of like a receipt of proof that you contributed to society or made someone happy or produced something of value. So that's kind of a, a bit of a unique way to think about it, which I think explains it super well. Yeah, or you can just print a few trillion dollars. You know. Well, they have that's to print the next 40, 50 billion to send to Ukraine. And that they print <laughs> a few other billion to send to a few other countries. And you know what a what an amazing. I mean, we like, I mean, what is what is your well, like scale of one to ten, what's your optimism about the future of this country and, and actually the, the dollar as as like the world's currency? What was the scale? Zero to ten? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah sure, one to ten. But zero, zero. How I mean it's only a I matter mean, of time. Um, within probably five years, the dollar will be collapsed, like the Venezuelan Boulevard or something. Um, it'll, be, it'll be gone within five years. It could be three years, could be one year, could be a month. I don't know. But with, within a few years, it's dead. Um, that's could it, why could it be been, 20? Could it be 20 years? I don't think it could hold on a life support for 20 years. Life support can give you a few more months or years. I don't think life support can give you 20 years. It's hard to say. It's unprecedented, kind of. But I don't know. But that's why I've been investing in like real money, um, silver and gold. You got... Sound this, money. You got you got silver eagles there. Is that what I saw? Yep. A bunch. Those are, those are some beautiful, beautiful coins. Yeah. And gold backs. Um, so yeah, where the hell are you finding physical? Where, where are you even finding physical silver now? Well, now it's hard to find. Um, I know. Yeah, the they're, sites, selling, they're selling fake silver. Right? That's, that's, I'm. SDBullion.com pretty much has the best pretty much the best prices and stuff and, and free shipping over two or 300. So SD okay. bullion is good, but, but Atmex and the, and JM bullion and the rest are all pretty good, but I, I usually get silver from SD bullion and for gold, I get it from my friend in Utah, defy the grid.com. I'll send you a link for that too, for gold backs. Um, but yeah, for, for silver and gold bullion, I go to SD bullion for the most part. Um, but for gold backs, defy the grid and then, um, and crypto. So, so I, I've been like trying to convert as much of my fiat as possible to gold, silver and crypto the last few years. Because again, the dollar is plummeting. Whenever I see they're printing another few billion to send elsewhere, I'm like, okay, you're de you're devaluing, you're inflating the, the currency, the supply. So you're devaluing my money I have. So I'm going to get rid of my dollars. So I, I want to turn my dollars into everything else but the dollar, um, including a little bit of other currencies. So my brother travels around the world all day, every day. So he, he brought back, I took, I exchanged a, a little bit of euro and some other stuff with him. And I'll get shekel next time because shekel's actually mm -hmm. kicking the dollar's ass right now because they're not inflating as fast in Israel. Um, it's like three to one, which is unprecedented. So I want to get some of the others, but all fiat currencies from governments are pretty bad. But yeah, mostly gold and silver. And um, I just got a, a 10 ounce brick of silver. Let me see if I can lift it. It's pretty heavy. So a, a, a 10 ounce brick um, of pure silver a few weeks ago. And um, oh, another local guy. So again, this is why you got to move to New Hampshire. Another, one of the local guys here 
um, refines silver. So he makes most. I lost you. I lost you for a minute. Yep. Yep. You're still. I saw saw the 10 ounce block. That thing's sick. Yeah. So another local guy. Straight up treasure. Yeah. One of the local people here, Silver Dave, makes um, silver bits. This is a tenth of an ounce. So it's it's worth like one, two, three, four dollars, depending on the exact thing. And um, I have a whole little baggie of these. So again, in the future, or in the not so distant future, in a few weeks when the dollar collapses, um, we can use these bits. So if an ounce is too big, it's like 25, 30 bucks right now, or it'll be more. But an ounce is big, you have a tenth of an ounce bits. And we have gold backs, which is a thousandth of an ounce of gold. So we do have small denominations. That's one of the biggest questions I get. How will you deal with small denominations? People think that when you talk about gold and silver, you're going to have to use a one ounce bar of gold um, for all transactions. And it's around 2,000 bucks, which is too big for most transactions. But yes, so now we've answered the question. We have both gold and silver, super small denominations called hyperfractional. It's a very small fraction of gold and silver ounces. So we, we can do small denominations. And obviously you have copper too. So copper is just worth less. So we have that too for small transactions, which is fine. But just gold and silver, we, we can do it. So we can do small transactions too. So when you move to New Hampshire, yeah, we have guys who sell gold and silver. We have guys who make the silver, uh, mostly 0.925, but also some pure 999 silver. Impressive. Yep. So I've bought and sold stuff. Like I've sold my books for crypto, gold, and silver. So um, I documented all my spreadsheets. So I've sold quite a few in, in gold and silver and crypto. Huh. How does that work? Like, you mean, you, do people send you a... a- He's a golden mail. Yep, well, if it's in person, sometimes they'll, they'll send me 10, 15 bucks over crypto, whatever crypto we both have in our wallets, or um, they'll huh. give me silver. They can give me a silver ounce for like two or three books. They've given me uh, two gold backs. I've been selling books for like two gold backs. I'll probably start doing three gold backs for a book. So I've done a few of those too. So at Porkfest coming up in, on June 20th, I'll probably sell a bunch of books in gold, silver, and crypto. At Porkfest, it'll probably be less fiat. It'll probably be more non-fiat than fiat. Hmm. One more reason you got to move to New Hampshire. You, you would fit in really well here. You'd have a lot of customers. You'd have 1.4 million customers just within your your state, your neighbors. When the, the dollar crashes, I, I won't have much holding me in Columbus, Ohio. So yep. right now I got several thousand pounds of machinery that isn't going anywhere. So I got to keep running it. Yeah. So should I start making relationships here with um, private um, chartered airplane banner guys, so I can start building relationships for you here. Because once you get here, you want to start doing uh, banners. I would say I'd have to see how far. How far are you from Ohio? <coughs> probably. I mean, the drive is probably 10, 15 hours. Mm. Did you ever have an article about the time you did do a banner over Ohio stadiums? Because I can't find the article online about it. Uh, Ohio, like the OSU game. Mike DeWine is a douchebag banner with an airplane. Oh, I mean, I did that a bunch of times. Or the, uh, the, your gov, the governor's a, a trash ball. Um, <laughs> yeah, so there's law, law enforcement today wrote a, uh, a, an article. Um, but so I wanted to write it in the article, got, I couldn't find it anywhere. It, it got kind of spammed out, their articles, law enforcement today. Let me, hold on, I can... Law enforcement today. Yeah, if you find it, send it to me, please. Because, yeah, that was one of the greatest stunts. My my bad. I was... Yeah, all right, yeah I, 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 I would have to look. I have to look for the article. I mean, I, I can send you video clips. Is that what you're looking for? Or yeah, if you send me video clips, I'll, I'll put them into the article about you. 
Um, yeah, I think probably one more off. I know I'll, I'll dig something up, get it to you. Awesome. Okay. That, you know, that was, uh, or, you know, who else? Tom Woods did a, a podcast that I, I kind of broke down the whole strategy behind the airplane marketing. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Anything else that you got to discuss that you got coming up on the horizon? Man, all I would say is, is uh, anybody out there, the only way that I, I don't have a podcast now because I'm in deep platform from everywhere. Um, the only way that I can communicate with anybody is for them to sign up for our email list. Um, and what's your and website? You can just do that. Fakemaskworldwide.com. Oh, yeah. Fakemaskworldwide.com. Sign up. If you give us your phone number, we uh, we shoot text messages out. Um, and it's man, our emails are just as goofy and insane as as the books are i think are you still we have a lot of fun with it uh i do actually have a fake at fake mask worldwide on tiktok we they shut us down there though too so we had about a hundred thousand followers but as soon as we broke 100 100k followers man they canceled that snopes got us canceled from tiktok as a matter of fact uh but now we're back fake mask worldwide on tiktok uh, oh you have lots of let's go brandon stuff here what what where are you looking at let's go brandon is that a sticker Oh, a magnetic bottle opener. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a whole I mean, race car. It's cute. All that. Yeah, all that. Uh, Can we talk about mill spin for your um, the back plates for the slides for a minute? Yeah, of course. Of so course. I went to your site. So what, what he does, Chet does primarily as a real full-time job, or more real, or a little more serious, is gun accessories, among which, obviously, one of the big things is uh, back plates for the slide of a, of a Glock. Um, yep. So the, the plate that you see when you're looking, you know, when you're holding it. And I went through some of them. Some of them are hilarious. I was cracking up. Some of them are really, really funny. Um, I want to order all of them. I don't have the money. Um, I do have a few Glocks, but I, I want to order all of them. Some of them are hilarious. So I'm going to try to link that in the description as well. Because, like, bravo, dude. Because if you came up with them, some of those things are really, really funny. Yeah. Uh, in the number one things that sell are, like, the trending stuff. It's weird. People people switch their back plates out on their Glocks, kind of like the way they put memes up on their pages. So It's like it's when, like a pair of shoes for girls or earrings. Like, guys will switch it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's uh, millspin.com? It's a real easy day. Yeah, M-I-L-S-P-I-N.com. Yeah, I would say, like, the primary, primary best sellers are those back plates. Magazine base plates. Uh, we make interchangeable base plates. We cut all of our products out of high-end material, stainless steel, uh, not no aluminum, actually, titanium, brass, uh, it, you know. So what we're doing is replacing polymer OEM parts with, with like, high-end exotic metals. We've even done some gold stuff, as a matter of fact. No uh, no 0.999 gold stuff, but um, we have we have done some 14, 18-karat gold. Uh, yeah, here we go. So you're seeing this? Yeah, I'm. I have your screen now. Okay, so this is pretty funny. And we have "Don't Tread on Me." That's nice. No step on snake. That's cute. Uh, Mexico. Okay, está bien. Okay, um, so, That's a tough one to make. Come and yeah, I bet. Come and take it. Um, what's this guy burying? That is uh, Blackbeard's flag. Interesting. That's the flag that Blackbeard, the pirate. Uh, Texas, you can in um, an obscenity, which, by the way, I think I told you that I mentioned obscenity laws um, pretty much on the law in every state. Every state probably yes. has obscenity laws saying it's probably on illegal. the phone, though. 
Which, yeah, yeah it, it makes me, by the way, makes me, I've, I've never been big on like pinup stuff, but it makes me actually want to get like something like that or a pinup girl tattoo just to say like, fuck your laws. And a tattoo of that saying like, it's illegal and I am happy to disobey your laws. All right, so Epstein didn't kill himself. Um, the flag, that's very mature. My dad will appreciate that. Um, that too. And uh, that, so th- that's what reminded me of the Florida case because that was the case of Florida. So again, I wouldn't normally do this, but because it's illegal, I might actually use something like that because I, I just love breaking the law, obviously. Um, <laughs> come and take my toilet paper. That cracked me up. <laughs> yeah. So that's the kind of thing that it would only, it would only sell for a short period of time. Like those are probably not selling that much anymore, but when, when that kind of thing is trending, we'll come out with a new design. And, but toilet and, paper uh, is always short because, because of Let's Go Brandon. So toilet paper still yeah. issues. All right, here's my here's my one big complaint about the site. This needs to say secede or die. Oh, can, very interesting. Uh, can can you make one that says secede or secede or yeah, die? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I like that. Can't believe I hadn't thought about it yet. All right, get off um, my lawn. Disgusting. Um, nice. Um, what else? There were a few others that I think were pretty funny. It's at a clock 43. It's just never ending i mean we you know we we have been collecting a catalog of unique engravings now for uh five years yeah i, I love this nuke me bitch swalwell i love that um yep. I, I would love one of these i love eric swalwell um <laughs> and I'm all, I'm all, that's funny let's go brandon that's a classic obviously now Dogecoin going to the moon is cute um or texas yeah, some a lot of good ones you found these nuts. That's cute. Man, these are amazing. Not your t- <laughs> so, This one cracked me. So I really want to get it. Did you send one to this woman? So the backstory here <coughs> is there was a lady cop who um, grabbed her gun out of her right side holster and shot a guy to death, I believe, and said, oops, I thought it was my taser, which for, you know, yeah. anyone who knows, Cops generally their tasers on their left side. They gotta either draw with their left hand or cross draw. It's a whole different thing. It looks different. It's bright yellow. It feels different. They know it's not a taser. Um, you have to be insane, or it's you know, it was homicide and she just used an excuse. So this is so that when she picks it up, it reminds her it's not a taser. Did you send one to the to that cop? I don't know how to get a hold of her. I don't care. Um, no, I mean that it made for good content when that first happened. What a disaster. That woman should have just not been on the road. Yep, yep. I mean. <coughs> What's a desk pop? Um, have you ever seen the movie The Other Guys with Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg? Mm-hmm. You have seen it? Yeah, but I don't remember that joke. Uh, so before, uh, before I think it's Samuel L. Jackson. I, wait, maybe not. I forget who the hell. Yeah, actually, I think it might have been Samuel L. Jackson. And, uh, but I don't know. They're like the they're the shit hot cops on the on the uh, department, and they uh, they're screwing with Will Ferrell, and they're like, "Wait a minute, you've never done a desk pop? What kind of joke is this?" And uh, he he uh, they essentially convince him that everybody in the department at least one time has to draw and shoot a live round into the ceiling in the department, wow. and uh, you know he he fell for it, and so he wow. had to he had to operate the rest of the movie with a wooden gun. <laughs> if you if you need to rewatch that movie. <laughs> yeah, I saw it a long time ago. I rewatched it. Okay, this one's really good. Obviously, a classic. It's ma'am. 
That was a classic. Oh my god, that that guy too. That video will live. Um, you're you're taking me back. I don't go through this catalog that often. I mean, a lot of these things we just put up, and and as they get ordered, we make them. But this is like, is <laughs> so like that. It's man, what it came out. What'll happen is that incident will come out, and then we'll just immediately be like, "This is gold. We need to put it on a gun," and and then we do it, and we make some social media content, and then it just kind of stays there in the archives. But people still buy them. Yeah, it's amazing. One day when I'm rich, I'm gonna buy one of like each of these. There's that gold one. That that one you'd have yeah. to. Nice. Yeah. That one's actually cast. Solid gold. Oh, nice. It is. Yeah, it's solid gold. I mean, it's it. Uh, it's not fun to make, but it's a beautiful product when it's all said and done. Find out. I like it. Defund the IRS. That's, written, like that's written house. Yep. Nice. nice that's that's amazing man <coughs> what we need is some custom liberty block suppressors that's what we need yeah we'll talk about that offline <laughs> excellent it, it'll just be between you and me and the nsa i mean just between you and me yeah yeah <laughs> yeah they're watching us man yeah all right anything else any other big news that we got to say we got the websites millspin.com and fakemaskworldwide.com and can people follow you on social media yeah, so they, they can follow me personally. I mean, my Instagram is ChetPeters0321. That was my uh, Marine Corps um, MOS 0321, ChetPeters 0321. Um, and so some of it's personal, some of it's business. Um, obviously, that's my only platform to, to talk about my book launches other than my email list. So when the, uh, when the President Alzheimer's Guidebook comes out, uh, that would be your cue that would be where you would find out how to, how to purchase. Yeah. Any time on any idea when the next book might come out. So, I mean, what I was reading to you was the final draft and the rough draft illustrations that I threw together and sent out to our artists. Um, I bet within two weeks I'll have the art and then probably have a pallet of books in my possession, maybe a month and six weeks after that. So I bet about two okay. months from now, we'll be launching the next book. Awesome. And you'll send me a signed copy? Yeah, because sure thing, I, Because I, I said I wanted a signed copy. I got the copy. I don't think it's signed, though. So that, Oh, shit. So the next one, right, um, so we'll have to do it. And then when I yeah. see it, we'll have to get it signed. I'm going to have to figure that process out. I mean, because it's... I, I feel I signed a, I signed a whole lot of them, but it got kind of like sloppy. And then, you know, like 3,000 orders came in and then I didn't know what to say and then i started thinking like um I, you know i started finding myself saying the same thing and when i signed them and then i kind of felt like disingenuous like it didn't it didn't seem uh i don't know i'm gonna have to kind of come up with a solution yeah that's fine that. whatever you do is fine man yeah yeah all right well i'm looking forward to that one i definitely come you're back like on, this one come it's back when you're launching that book I uh, certainly will. It's a lot funnier than Let's Go Brandon. If you laughed at this one, this is the other one. I don't think I'm going to post. I might post one page of that one and keep the rest of it a mystery because this is going to blow people's socks off. I mean, it's it's outrageous. And if you want real, real reviews for the back, I can probably give you a quote for the back unless you want to go back to your friend Nancy Pelosi, which is fine. Uh, I haven't decided yet. Um, we're thinking about having like some sort of competition and allowing our customers to write the reviews. So like, 
you know, and then we would actually put like the actual before the launch, put the customer's name on the back, like kind of give them a, a little yeah. trophy for winning the best review, you know. That's a good idea. Elliot, thanks for having me on here, man. Um, I much appreciate you and appreciate what you're doing. And thank you for being one of the few people that is still giving me a platform. I hope you don't get canceled for having me on. Yeah. No, no, hell no. We're fine. And again, we're, we're uncancelable also. We got we got alternatives. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on. You're, you're one of the, the coolest, most interesting guests. So thank you. We'll have you on soon again. All right. Talk to you soon. See you.